When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In New Orleans, Louisiana police warn residents during this final week before Christmas to be wary of Christmas gift-stealing bandits. Mm -hmm. In Florida, a road rage incident leads to a man brandishing a sword. And in Seattle, a man is accused of of the killing of four people by luring them into the middle of nowhere on the promise of digging up gold. These stories and more coming at you today, Thursday, December 21st on Real Life Real Crime Daily. And I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Everson. And no Mike Cavino for no the second day. Mike no, Mike Oh, Mike Still under the weather. Under the weather. We hope you get better, bro. Uh, um, and, you know. He's got what we had a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, right, right. I had it and I gave it to you. Yeah. And then that's. And then I gave shit. it to my whole family. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure I did the same thing too. So the true crime time for Thirsty Thursday. And we're going to New Orleans, Louisiana. New Orleans. Big easy. New Orleans. New Orleans. Crescent, Crescent City. The Crescent City. The big easy. The big easy. Nolens police are warning residents to protect their packages from porch pirates on this last week of Christmas. Porch bandits, not butt bandits. <laughs> no butt, I'm sorry, porch pirates. <laughs> That's right, not butt pirates. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the last week before Christmas is actually the the most uh, common time for gifts to be delivered and dropped off from Amazon oh, on your big, porch, big right? Rush. According to NOPD, this kind of property crime is increasing, especially this week, uh, being that it's so close to Christmas. Crime happens all the time during the year, but it does have a higher frequency during the holiday season and especially the last week before Christmas. That from NOPD Detective James Robertson. Police posted videos of two recent thefts on the New Orleans PD uh, YouTube channel. Some people follow delivery trucks. We brought you a story yesterday regarding that. And some people just see the delivery driver drop it and then run straight up and grab it, the detective said. Just last week, as soon as a delivery truck drove from a Gentilly home, which is off of Elysian's Field, y'all, this is in New Orleans, a pickup truck pulled up, a man got out and snatched the package. A neighbor across the street called the theft upsetting. It's not indicative of the area in which we live, uh, the man said, "It's. I just think it's a crime of opportunity, and it can happen everywhere. And he hit it right on the head. It is. It's a yep. crime of opportunity, yep. and you can do it fast and all those sorts of things. And they don't even know what's in that box. So right. it's almost yeah, like man. a mystery box it could to be them. Toilet paper. It'd be toilet paper or, you know, whatever. So 
Uh, Detective Robinson recommends that if you're expecting a package, it's best for someone to be home to receive it or if you have it delivered, uh, have it delivered to a safe place like your office or they have actually Amazon drop boxes in in areas now. I didn't even know that. Yeah, Yeah, it's a big deal. So you can have them drop there where you don't have to worry about them being stolen. He says you can also ask your online retailer to leave the package behind a gate or a bush Mm -hmm. and try to hide it. The more you secure your packages, the less a thief will want to uh, look at that as a crime of opportunity and steal them. Uh, Neighbors in the Gentilly area said they'll use recent package thefts as a learning experience. Uh, fortunately for us, it was something, it wasn't something of too much significance, but it just gives you a reminder to keep your eyes open. That was from one of the victims of a theft. Um, if you order from a retailer in your area, have them shipped directly to the store for pickup. I know that a lot of stores do that now. So you don't, you can go straight to the store and pick it up. You don't necessarily have to go, uh, have the package delivered to your house. I know Office Depot does that for sure. If you notice one of your neighbors has a package on the door, give them a call and let them know if they're home and say, hey, you got a package in front. I have noticed even in my neighborhood and neighborhoods around me, uh, people driving around that you don't normally see. Mm -hmm. I live in a a one street subdivision with a cul-de-sac in the back. So anytime someone drives all the way to the back, I notice. Right. A um, lot, lot of cars lately. Some of that probably holiday people looking at Christmas lights or whatever. But you never know if that's someone just looking to see if packages are right. on. And, but it's really important to establish that relationship uh, with your delivered people, especially if you have a lot of shit delivered. My, my place in the country, shit, man. Every time I get something delivered, it, it's got like five different addresses on, on the same property. Yeah. But it's at the end of a two-mile dirt road yeah and a lot of times they were just throwing it out in the bushes on the side of the main highway and i wouldn't know, i would never know where it was at so then i told them i said you need to start taking fucking pictures of where you drop it out because one time they dropped it off back at the mess hall not not where i stay at and yeah. they had to drive out past my place go in the back of the property and drop it off back there i filed a complaint my shit never showed up and they were Resent me my shit again, and I'm back there a couple weeks later, and there are there's some there packages. So um, now you got that, two of them, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> but the I mean, for the ones that I missed out on, one, I think that kind of balances out. I wonder but, if but, you could build like a box, a big box yes, or something, lock box people to have put things now. in. People have that now. And in uh, another time, really recently, the I was waiting for some hun shit to be delivered, and they they said it was delivered. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. I checked everywhere. I mean, we checked in the front and the back and the mess hall and everywhere else. And um, uh, got on social media about it. And somebody was like, oh, then we know that driver, et cetera. And the driver sends a picture where they dropped the, the shit off mm-hmm. on the porch. In my fucking house. So now I got my buddies <laughs> riding around. To, it's in the country, riding around to different places, knocking on neighbors' doors, saying, "Did you get such such?" And it turned out they ended up dropping it off at my dad's off old office in, in the town of Clinton, Gosh. like fifteen miles away. Yeah. And, and so uh, establish that relationship if you can. We're blessed because we have a lot of lifers that help us out on and everything else. Absolutely. But um, you know, lot keeps an honest man honest, and people are going to still. Guess what? Bad people. Need Christmas presents too. Yeah. Right? They, yeah. And they got loved ones and kids and shit like that. And that's how it happens. So. That's it. All right. Now, 
we had a conversation before on Real Life Real Crime Daily about how do you say sword. I say sword. Some people say sword. Um, I say sword. Sword? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, me too. The, uh, the first time I heard somebody saying sword, I'm like, what the fuck are they saying? Sword. <laughs> a lot of people have done this a big deal. Yeah. But let's go to Florida. And a Florida man is behind bars after throwing an object inside another man's vehicle and whipping out a sword Uh-oh. during a road rage fight over his revved up engine. Uh, Garbacio, Arkansas, how the fuck you say it, Junior, 65, <laughs> was arrested and charged with ag assault with a deadly weapon without the intent to kill. I don't think I've ever heard that before. Damaged to property a $1,000 or more and throwing this, check this out, and throwing a missile into a vehicle after the altercation that unraveled in Ocala last Friday. <laughs> the, the, the missile. The incident started when the two men were at a traffic light and are, are let me see if I can get this right. A, because Mike's not here to correct me. Right. A R A N C A. Aaron's Aaron started to rev his engine. And the victim then confronted him and tried to speak with him through his window. But Aaron started to drive off. Mm-hmm. The two men proceeded to yell at each other from their cars while driving down Highway 200. When Aaron threw an unknown object from his car that hit the back door of the victim's car, causing about $1,000 in damage. The incident continued as we, I mean, it's not enough, right? And as both parties pulled over and Ansa got out of his car with a sword in his hand, you go, who the fuck cares a sword, right? But, That'll you know, freak you out, right? though. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, I mean, you get out with a sword, you better... Well, if you get out of a sword with me, you just brought a sword to a gunfight. But uh, anyway, he gets out of a sword in his hand. He got within a few feet of the victim and thrust the sword for it in an attempt to stab him. The victim, who said he was in fear of being hurt, was able to get out of the way and run back to his car before calling 911 a second time. The victim then took a video of parts of the incident in which he shared with deputies. Deputies are able to find Arnsaw from the license plate on the vehicle in the video. After visiting the home a second time on Sunday, deputies were able to speak to Arnsaw, who said the victim initiated the road raid incident and sideswiped his car. He claimed he was also in fear of his life as the victim pointed a gun at him, which was proven to be false, according to Arnsaw's wife, who said she never saw a firearm. So she was Mm. in the car, too. When deputies, I'm like, what do you think your wife would think about? I mean, if you think you're driving down the road, you and Wendy, and you whip out a sword. <laughs> and right, right, just, not, not Put that, that sword, sword up. Put that sword up. God damn it. Yeah. All right. Um, anyway, when deputies asked Arnsaw why he didn't call him, now I'm wondering, instant, he said he didn't need to because the victim advised he was calling 911. Mm. <laughs> There you, you go. You don't have to, I didn't have to call him one because yeah. he said he's calling. Why is it on me? Yeah, right. Why yeah. is it on me to report myself? I thought it was, uh, first of all, what the hell was the missile thing? Uh, he throws out the throw, I have never heard that charge, throwing a missile uh, and whatever. That's yeah. insane. People get so stupid on the road over nothing. They really do. And, and, and look, I am the first. Uh, y'all, I live uh, or our recording studio here is right on um, – on the corner of two little roads and 
people come by with them loud ass mufflers yeah, constantly. Right, right. It just drives me nuts. I'm the world's worst. Right. So I get it that it's aggravating, but I ain't pulling no sword exactly. out. Yeah. And throwing a missile at them. And throwing and, a missile. And then <laughs> revving your engine and running down yeah. the street and chasing them. Either. Well, they just had it, right here in Livingston Parish, you know, within the last couple of months, they had a road rage incident where a guy, a big muscled up dude, jumped out of his car and went up to another car over a road rage incident, and that guy shot him dead. Yep. And he was not charged right. because well, the guy yeah, opened his door. His yeah. He opened the guy's door to yeah. beat his ass, and the guy yeah. said, "I got something for you," and shot his ass. Yeah. And well, you got a right to defend yourself and your car. In the state of Louisiana, your car is an extension of your home. Yeah, and a man has a right to defend his castle. Yeah, but all of that over something that was that probably just, you cut me no. off at a red light. I mean. It, the, look, the you know I've certainly cursed people or whatever, um, but I'm not pulling pistols. Yeah, um, yeah, you one decision away from. By the way, I always have a pistol by my right foot, so you ever want to pull a sword on me? <laughs> it'd be the last sword that you ever pull. Be like Indiana Jones, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was so, that's got to be one of the best. Scenes in any movie oh, yeah. or whatever that these slinging all them the swords up, yeah. and he thinks he's gonna do his whip, he just pulls the pow. <laughs> that was it. It's springtime, boys. The grass is green, the birds are chirping, and the kids will be out of school soon. That makes it the perfect time to plan a family vacation. And we know from the stories we cover that this is not exactly the time to take the family to the Caribbean. You don't want to end up in the middle of some cartel drug shootout. So this year, it's time to take an international journey. And of course, a big international trip is just one reason to learn a new language with Rosetta Stone. You might have a different one. Maybe you want to connect with family or friends living overseas. Maybe you want to acquire a new skill for work or better understand a certain culture. Rosetta Stone has helped me have fun with my mother and at least have partial conversations in Italian after only a few lessons. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and many more. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. No English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. Intuitive process, you pick up a language naturally, designed for long-term retention, speech recognition. The true accent feature is like having a personal trainer for your accent. Rosetta Stone is convenient and an amazing value. That's right, Woody. A lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs. That's lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Real Life Real Crime and Daily Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Sayonara. Shout out to Astro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. My allergies are throwing my whole morning off. Do I sound different to you? I love that. You sound like, <laughs> it's that time of year, though, bro. I sound different to me. I feel like I'm in a submarine. Yeah, well, have you tried Astro Pro? It's faster, bro. Oh. Right? Astro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. 
It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Hey, I use this. And you should too, Jim. Last weekend, I planted my garden, and it's that time of the year, and my allergies really kicked up with it, right? I use Astapro every time my nasal allergies flare up, and I'm always amazed at how fast I'm back in the game, down on those rows, playing my stuff. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to AstaproAllergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O Allergy.com. It's faster, bro. Uses directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Astapro and go. Yeah, so we're going to get a little bit uh, more serious here, and we're going to tell you, we're going to bring you to Seattle, and we're going to tell yeah. you a crazy story right here. A man was, uh, who was arrested two years ago on suspicion of killing a woman has been charged with three additional counts of murder what? after he lured victims into the woods by telling them he wanted their help to dig up some stolen gold. Uh. So Richard Bradley Jr. was charged with killing Michael Goman, his Michael Goman's son, Vance, and Emilio Matern. He had already been charged on suspicion of killing Brandy Blake, who died from blunt force trauma. Uh, Bradley was reportedly just weeks away from heading to court for Blake's murder trial. Blake went missing on May 5th of 2021 after she met up with Bradley and his wife at a hotel because Bradley asked her to help him sell some gold he had stolen. Blake and Bradley drove to a Walgreens in her Mustang, and later that day, Bradley uh, drove her car to a hotel, but she said she was not in the vehicle with him. Uh, Blake won $20,000 from a casino shortly before she disappeared on May 21st of 2021, and police executed a search warrant at Bradley's RV and uncovered several pounds of drugs, three guns, 1,000 Percocet pills, and a a receipt from the Walgreens he and Blake went to. Five days later, investigators discovered Blake's body face down in a shallow, poorly covered grave. Detectives found a pickaxe, shovel, and hotel room key near Blake's body. Matern's girlfriend told police she heard Bradley talk to Matern because he needed help digging up some buried gold uh, in uh, in Auburn, which is outside of Seattle. Matern was carrying $15,000 in cash when he disappeared in July of 2019. Investigators also discovered three ribs about 30 feet from Blake's body. Those remains were identified as Matern's. Uh, Goman and Lakely were fatally shot in March of 2021, and their bodies were found close to the same park where Blake and Matern's remains were located. Goman came into a large amount of money not long before he and his son were killed. Goman and Lakely both sustained gunshot wounds to the head. Bradley convinced the victims to come to the woods to dig up gold, killed them, and stole their vehicles, and he is also now facing arson and firearm charges. Wow. 
But what a scheme, you know. Uh, I bet you he saw that uh, a girl won that 20000 casino, and then yeah, and then the other guy had fifteen grand cash on him. So that's his mo. But you're, you're right. I know you're a huge treasure guy. Well, I mean, I, I'd love to dig guy. up some gold. I, I would go dig up gold over. with you. Yeah, but I'm not doing gonna go with some asshole I just met that that yeah, stole it. That stole it. You know, this ain't. I I yeah. found some gold and some dirt. I think there right, might be right, more. Right, this right. is I stole gold and buried, buried it, and it, now it, I want to dig it up. And but I'm, uh, I, you come along with me, and I'm gonna give you part of the proceeds. Yeah. And, you know, Why not like just that, dig it up yourself? Serial killer. I mean, basically, he's a serial killer. Hundred percent, and evidently been doing it for a minute. He got ribs that are all that are left of the one guy. And they, and all, you know, they found all of these bodies in the same spot. Mm, this is his dumping zone. His dumping zone, and it was all the same mo. What he would lure them out there with. So it was like we were talking about in the in our prior episode from yesterday. Uh, he got away with it once, right. and he kept absolutely. doing it. Absolutely, and then trying. No such thing as perfect crime as evidenced by them leaving him leaving behind a hotel key and the Walgreens receipts and all that. But wow, and hey. all these people coming into money right, right, recently. Right, right. So keep your trap shut if you right. come into money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And be the first. So uh, that's why Mike's not really here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I'm gonna tell you a really crazy freaking story. Now I want anybody out there to. Message us and let us know if you've ever heard anything as crazy as this. So a 31-year-old man stands accused of fatally striking a pedestrian in Dallas and then driving around with the victim's body in his car over the weekend. On Saturday, oh right? On the Saturday 16th, uh, Saturday, December 16th, at approximately 11.13 p.m., officers responded to a restaurant parking lot after a caller reported a vehicle with extensive damage. The reporting party observed a driver who appeared to be slumped over the steering wheel. At the scene, an officer noticed a human body with no signs of life in the front passenger seat of the gray Kia Forte. And according to the statement, the officer told the driver, who is Nestor Ho, um, Joel Lujan Flores, to exit the car and brought him in for questioning. Emergency personnel also responded to park lot and pronounced the victim dead at the scene. Flores told police he thought he struck an animal in Dallas. Right? Police learned there had been a crash in Dallas. Investigators believe the impact was so severe with the pedestrian was thrown inside the vehicle and came to rest in the passenger seat. Holy smokes. Now, it's common when when people get, and I worked a lot of them, they would get hit and you, you rolling into the windshield. Remember when Duck was here, he was telling us about yeah. what's his name, ran, ran over the dude and, and landed in the windshield, and they actually had him that night. Yeah. But um, but didn't know he'd killed someone. So they roll up and they hit the windshield. But you hit the windshield with such force that you land in the passenger seat. Yeah, you go through that side. And then you just drive off. So the Dallas County Sheriff's Office informed the White Settlement Police Department that they found human remains near the crash site that might match the victim's body, which means you got smoked, y'all. The, uh, the other thing, when people get hit, they, the first thing that they lose is their shoes and their shirts. But So the Dallas County Medical Examiner's Office and the Tarrant County's Medical Examiner's Office will work together to positively identify the remains 
Um, after killing the victim, police believe Flores drove approximately 38 miles from the original crash scene in Dallas to White Settlement. Flores failed to seek help and did not report the fatal accident. And he arrived in the parking lot, restaurant parking lot sometime between 8 and 9 on December 16th. Police seized the vehicle and will send all recovered evidence. Remember, he left the victim left body parts at, at the initial crash scene to the Dallas County Sheriff's Office. And, and they're searching um, this asshole's blood and all that. And he's in jail on manslaughter charges, right? <laughs> um, Plano police previously arrested Flores in 2020 for driving while intoxicated, which we, he was convicted of in 2021. But how fucked up do you have to be? It's crazy. You hit somebody so hard, they come through the windshield and they land. You know, your car was all fucked up. Remember the, the person that called in was like, hey, man, yeah. this car was like really messed up and there's a deep pass Well, he bust the door. whole windshield out. Yeah, but, and the dead body's sitting beside you. That's insane. Yeah. You can't make that up. No, you can't. Uh, and just keeps driving down the road? Just keeps driving. 38 miles. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. Yeah. Cancel Christmas. Dallas, man. Texas. Dallas, Texas. Yeah. I used to live there. had an apartment. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, well, we brought you a uh, story yesterday on pancakes and somebody mm-hmm. killing somebody over pancakes. Mm-hmm. And apparently this is, you know, the, these Kill somebody over nothing situations just keep on coming. And we're going to bring you to our favorite county, which is Pinellas. Right. How about Pinellas Park, Florida? Y'all, we do not search out Pinellas County crimes. They just pop the F up. They got a lot of crazy crimes for sure. And uh, a Florida man has found himself behind bars after he smothered his nephew's meatball sandwich with eye drop solution because oh, he Lord. hated him that oh, day. Lord. Yep, because he hated him that day. That, that day. was his his words when they asked him why. James Leach was arrested and charged with poisoning of food or water after the incident that happened in Pinellas Park on Wednesday. The 45-year-old was at a business and asked an employee for a bottle of eye drops, saying he had dry eyes. The employee told police that Leach was a regular customer and was having issues with his nephew, uh, who was the victim. Leach reportedly made it a point to tell the employee that he hated his nephew that day. When the employee handed the bottle of eye drops to Leach, he opened up one of the containers of food and poured solution all over his nephew's meatball sandwich. Right in front of the employee? Right in front of the employee. Dumbass. The witness stated that... That could hurt someone, and Leach responded by saying that it would only cause his nephew to shit himself and, and puke his <laughs> oh brains out. <laughs> that, to me, that's yeah. She just say you can murder someone, yeah, that hurt one. No, yeah. oh, it's if only going to cause him to shit himself. Puking, yeah, yeah. Oh, but I hate that mother. But I mean, if you're going to eat a meatball sandwich and it's and it's soaked in in eye drop solution, you would think you would touch it I, and it'd be so soggy, you'd be like I something's wrong. Here. Got the sauce on most of the marinara sauce. <laughs> I, I don't. You know what? I mean, I don't know what crazy. The eye drops taste like because now I'm certainly never going to taste. But we had another story about this before, where the guy would poison his wife or something. Yeah, eye drop stuff, and we were like, what the heck? Yeah. So maybe they need to add like a. Um, Rotten egg smell like they do to propane or whatever. Yeah. Eye drops. And so, you know, your meatball sandwich smells like a rotten ass egg. 
Don't eat it. Okay. Well, according to this guy, don't want to make him shit himself and puke his brains out. So police, uh, they got called and they obtained surveillance footage that showed Leach taking the bottle of eye drop solution and pouring it on that sandwich. It was all on camera. Officials were able to snag his address using the business computer system due to prior purchases and deliveries where Leach and his nephew both live. The nephew told police that he only ate a small portion of the sandwich and didn't know his uncle had poured eye drop solution on it. I don't know how he didn't know that. He ultimately refused medical treatment. Police said Leach and his nephew have a long history of domestic-related incidents, plus several prior calls for service at their home. Leach was taken into custody and transported to the Pinellas County Jail, where he remains on a $50,000 bond. Pinellas County. Pinellas County. Eye eye drop solution. So he's sitting there next to his cellmates, and they're like, what you in for? What you in for? I, I poured eye drop solution on hey, a meatball sandwich because I, I hated my nephew. Exactly. And I assume this guy's not an optometrist or whatever, so they need to go, as a detective, I would go search all his devices before he Googled if he can clear search history. Yeah. How to kill your nephew or how to you know, poison someone where it can't be traced. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm – I'm sure they're they're on the case with that, yep. but there you now go. Another getting done. The, the, uh, crazy, yeah. But so I'm thinking it's supposed to like a pharmacy or something, or maybe a convenience store where you can get. Both I think it's me get, like a, it you was get a, a meatball sandwich and eye drops at the same time. Yeah, it could be. Could be they so. have like hot plates and stuff, and it was yeah, just yeah, a little yeah, yeah, corner yeah, grocery yeah, store. Probably so. All right. Well, let me take you to a. More famous national chain, and for the record, I want y'all to know, you know the whole thing about police and eating donuts. I wasn't that guy, although sometimes <laughs> at like four o'clock in the morning, I'd go in and get a cup of coffee, and it'd be like, "Hey, uh, Chris Cream Man just came. You want this box of donuts from yesterday?" And I didn't have any money. I was like, "Yeah, I eat them." But anyway, hanging out at the donut shop was never my jam, but. In this story, listen to this. Police have arrested three Dunkin' Donuts employees after they threatened a customer at the drive-thru in northeast El Paso. Police also recovered three guns during the arrest. About 8.35 p.m. on Saturday. Who the fuck gets a donut at 8.35 p.m.? (laughs) 8.35 p.m. on Saturday, police received a disturbance call concerning a subject with a weapon. When officers arrived at Dunkin' Donuts, they learned that a 41-year-old man had gone through the drive-thru with his girlfriend. Police said the girlfriend tried to order donuts. The woman told police that the employee was rude. And when she asked to speak to the manager, the employee on the other end of the intercom said he was the manager, using an explicit language. Police said the woman drove toward the drive-thru window when one employee walked out the back of the store, followed by Two other employees, right? It's posse. During the altercation, the three employees brandished handguns. Yeah. Mm. All I three. I don't know how much they pan at the Dunkin' Donuts, but, you know, the, like the cheapest pistol you can get is like 400 bucks. So there's $1,200 worth of firearms. Yeah. Police also said one of the three employees chained it around. Well, that shows you they're an inexperienced bitch because you should always have the round chambered. Um, but in then pointed the gun at the male customer said, y'all going to die. And mm. so, well, that didn't really work out for him. 
Place of arrest is 17-year-old Jesus Dominguez, 20-year-old Luis Arturo Dominguez, and 19-year-old Elijah Richard Garcia. And all were charged with ag assault and given a $100,000 bond. Wow. Hey, and and look, look we're going to – What the Dunkin' Donuts, people? We're yeah. going to post the picture of these yep, three thugs yep. online. Right? And when you when you see right. them, they don't exactly right. look intimidating. I, I see would, why they all hey, roll with guns. I wouldn't buy donuts from them. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all check this out in Real Life Real Crime. It looks like they've all been playing Super Mario, bro. Uh, and look, look, we have a bunch of Real Life Real Crime uh, Facebook pages, but I want everybody to start going. If you like Real Life Real Crime Daily, if you listen to us, I assume you do, go, put, go check out all the shit – Jim posts every day on there and and Mike uh, about these stories and these dudes I ain't buying donuts for them. Yeah, yeah. I'm no. afraid you know, I put their dick in the donut <laughs> or something instead of buying <laughs> a gun. I don't know. Yeah, they they don't they're not too intimidating people. So we'll post that on there and go check that El out. El Paso, yeah, oh, El Paso, Texas. But you know there are a lot of people that get donuts at night. Really? Yeah, man. Like it's at a thing. Forty five at night? Yeah. They got people to go man, at I've midnight. Gone, I've gone at four o'clock in the morning and when my young young years or whatever to the Chris Cream off Plank Road. Yeah. On the way home from Baton Rouge to Clinton. But I mean like You remember uh, you get doing this tonight? Well you remember back when I, we were in really college they had like coffee call right yeah, there yeah, at yeah, LSU and they'd have BAs there. Louis. Yeah. Uh, uh Louis, yeah, I yeah. can remember that, but yeah. That I mean, every time I went there, I was fucked up. It, it, it was like three o'clock in the morning, not eight forty-five at night. Well, y'all let us know, listeners. Y'all, y'all uh, let there us know on be, Facebook there if must you be go. A man board, they had three employees. To get, at that's right. At night. Three employees. They, they busy, I guess. I Look, guess three gun-toting employees. How about right, that? Yeah, that's crazy. They're ready for anything. Hey, y'all, my wife's biggest struggle this past year was fighting the symptoms associated with menopause. Hot flashes, mild mood swings, and sleeplessness. She had them all until she tried Hormone Harmony. She was amazed at how much Hormone Harmony reduced her symptoms and supported her mood and her general well-being. Hormone Harmony is not just a supplement for women going through perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause. It's become a phenomenon. Women cannot stop talking about it on social media. A bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So hormone harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it. But it's perfect for those horrible menopause symptoms that put a woman's life on hold. Hot flashes and night sweats, racing thoughts and low moods, poor sleep and feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas, no desire to be in bed next to someone, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all of these things. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code RLRC at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code RLRC for 15% off today. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Yes. Oh, a mile high, mile high And y'all, I know we're about to get a plethora of them because everybody's going to grandma's house and shit. This That's right. And flying all over the country. But here, lay this one on this chat. All right. So we're going to bring you to Louisville. And Louisville. Louisville Airport Police have arrested a man who drove through a fence at a UPS complex. Okay. So the man was arrested after he breached that gated fence at a UPS employee checkpoint in the Muhammad Ali International Airport. This was late Sunday night. It happened just before midnight. And that's when officers with the Louisville Airport Police responded to reports that someone had driven through the fence and onto Ramp 9, where he was driving out of control and struck two tug vehicles occupied by one UPS employee causing damage to both vehicles. Police said the suspect, uh, 30-year-old Vladimir Santos, doesn't speak English, and a UPS employee helped police with the language barrier. Santos appeared extremely intoxicated. Uh, You could have told me that. Uh, And was unable to stand without assistance. So he was really drunk. Uh, police said the interpreter told them Santos admitted to drinking about a liter of alcoholic beverage mm. and said, just kill me several times before he was helped into nice. a police cruiser where he passed out from vomiting. So oh this dude was gosh. smashed. Yeah. Police said he blew a point one five nine on a portable oh, breathalyzer. And about 40 minutes after, he was taken into custody. So Santos is now facing, obviously, a slew of charges. He's being held at Louisville Metro Corrections until his scheduled court appearance. So his Christmas is not going to be too fun. Christmas has been canceled. Christmas has been canceled for this gentleman, Santa Claus said you were naughty. He was definitely naughty. You not get anything, little boy. He said, just kill me. Just kill me. (laughs) The problem with that is he didn't even have a a sword or or a pistol. Yeah. He could have gone Dunkin' Donuts first and robbed one of those guys for their pistols. You know, and it said he he was helped in the police cruiser where he passed out after. So he vomited uh, in the police cruiser. I used to tell people when I arrested him. Would that piss you off or what? I would tell them they'd be high or drunk or whatever. I'd be like, listen. Put you in my shit, and this is my office. I spend more time in this vehicle than I do my own home. Do not piss, shit, or throw up in my shit. Do not kick it. Do not do whatever, or I'm going to give you your issue, right? <laughs> and, uh, and then, the, hey, you, I've had people throw up and shit and everything. Uh, that's, you know, and then you got to ride all the way to jail. Uh. Smelling that shit. And then you got to get some poor ass. I've had trustees that clean their shit 
and be like, call a trustee now, and then the trustee will walk out and see the shit or the vomit, and you're like, fuck it, swing me. <laughs> Send me in a hole. I don't need to be a trustee. I'm not cleaning that shit up, and I had to get some other dude that wanted to be a trustee to do it. Holy yeah. crap. Clean. Yeah, man, that's that's bad shit right there. Yeah. I don't know. No pun intended. Right? Crow. So, with that. Oh, yeah. Rhymes for Thursday. Y'all told you the last one was a great one you got yesterday. Wait until you hear this one. <laughs> so, um, SWAT team members. I did that for a long time. But while SWAT team members were searching, this lady's, all right. First of all, they go out on, on a search warrant, y'all. And obviously, they have probable cause to do the search warrant. It was a drug search warrant. And they get to this place. And, when it, you know, so you hit, when you hit a place, first thing you go in, you clear it takes like 36 to 30 seconds to clear a whole house. Then you come do a secondary sweep to make sure nobody's hiding under the beds and shit. And then you do your searches. And right. So they're there naturally search for narcotics. So they were searching and a backpack that belonged to this, to this chick. So while SWAT team members were searching her backpack where they discovered meth and the other narcotics, Ariella Messina had one request of the law enforcement. And what what could that be? Don't take my deal day. <laughs> 27-year-old. I mean, that's reasonable. Right? I mean, like, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I really want to take your next <laughs> deal The 27-year-old Messina made this plea after investigators found a blue vibrator in her backpack. The backpack also contained Messina's driver's license, and a necklace with the name Ariel on it, her name. I'm I'm sure Mike's screaming in the microphone at his house saying, you've mispronounced her, Woody. But anyway, by asking for her sex toy, police declared Messina made it apparent that the backpack was hers and she was aware of the contents inside, which I told you, <laughs> meth and a bunch of other shit. During an execution of search warrant early Tuesday morning at a residence in Jensen Beach, Florida, Cops sees cocaine, no. meth, drug paraphernalia, probably glass sticks, and brass knuckles, which are illegal everywhere. Um, and Messina was one of five individuals arrested at the scene. Common, you hit places like that, you got 20 people in there. They're all dopers using and you yeah. know, somebody selling. But in addition to her adult toy, police found a substance that tested positive for meth and muscle relaxants for which she did not have a prescription. At the time of her arrest, Messina was on probation in connection with a 2022 conviction for possession of cocaine, ecstasy, and marijuana. And the drug, drug court's records show that um, those drugs were locked inside a safe in Messina's residence. So she's a freaking flyer. And she, naturally, she's booked into jail on all those felony drug counts. Um, but this is the key part of the story. The whereabouts of Messina's deal day are not known as Uh-oh. <laughs> she can be mad. And look, right. hey, that's crazy. And, you know, you – a all chick rolling with brass knuckles and a dildo oh, yeah, yeah. at the same time. All she had time. to do when, when, when they like get to the book sack, there's five other people in the home. I mean, naturally, nobody's good, normally would admit to the drugs and be like, 
who's dope is this? Not mine, not mine, not mine. Then you take them all to jail and charge them the same charge. This stupid chick, she's like, mm. they get to the backpack. Oh, shit. Yeah, she didn't care about the dope. Just don't take my Don't take my deal. <laughs> and it, that's the second story we've done lately where right? these chicks rolling oh. around with the vibrators and, in their, their purse. Yeah, and she's, us with she's the a pretty girl. She's a pretty girl. Yeah. And she didn't have the faces of meth yet. Yet. Uh, she's it's coming for her. So. Anyway, another good kinky what crime. Heck's going on. Look, they rolling with them in their purses right. now, Woody. Got to stay on. You never know when you might need it. I guess. Yeah, might be. What is that? Might one? be on, on the, the beach. On the beach, right? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Look, a couple of quick quick announcements. Uh, over, of course, next week is the week before Christmas and oh, New uh, Year's. So we're gonna have we're no, gonna have a new up. episode coming at you. Uh, it's, it's the week of the week of yes. So we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have a episode coming at you on Friday. That's brand new. We're gonna have a brand new episode for you. Uh, not Monday of next week, but Tuesday. We normally drop on Monday. Obviously, that's but, Christmas. So we are dropping the day after Christmas. Right. So that Tuesday, the twenty sixth, we're going to drop Real Life Real Crime Daily. But it'll be a it'll be a current new episode. Then on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we're going to drop some specials Absolute for specials. you. Tune in and listen. To you're going to love them. They're going to be some best of episodes that you're absolutely going to love. Yes. Then New Year's Day will hit. That will be the following Monday. We're not going to drop that day, right. and we'll be back on a regular schedule after that. Right. So, uh, so just to get give you a heads up that hey. You're going through these holidays. It doesn't mean you uh, you have to miss out on your true crime things. Yeah, yeah. You laying we're around. Gonna, we're gonna be rolling, sucking on that turkey leg. And, That's uh, it. Uh, watching some football, overs, maybe watching football. Or if you're out, it's not. What do they call the oh, the the shopping day after Christmas, where everybody goes return shit? Oh, um, and gets the sales. I don't know what if, they call that. If you're out doing that, put it in your earbuds, and then uh, there's a term for it. I can't remember, but the that's in I can promise you, you won't see Woody Overton in the stores. But Merry Christmas, y'all! We're gonna have, we're gonna do another episode, like Jim said, and and we'll talk a little bit more Christmas. Maybe we will call it a Christmas episode. And your real life, real crime story coming up is about a murder on Christmas time. So that um, that's right. Look for that. Love and appreciate each and every one of y'all. Please continue to like and share and tell everybody about us. And and hopefully Mike will be uh jo- yeah, you know healthy we, enough to join us for the next few the episodes, next episodes yeah. uh and all of that. So any final thoughts? I do not believe so. Until next time, I'm Jim Chapman and I'm Woody Overton. And for Mike Agavino, we're your host of Bloody. Oops, <laughs> we are and, not. Uh, yeah, we are. And hey, hey, because he always says that's you have to do a shameless yeah, yeah, plug. Yeah. So let's do a shameless plug. Let's do our opening for a living. Okay, so you, you, you start it. Hey, everybody, I'm Jim Chapman, and I'm Woody Overton, your host of Bloody Angola, a podcast 142 years in the making, complete story of America's bloodiest prison. Peace. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> we just did that to piss Mike off. <laughs> Y'all have a good one. Great.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.